Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, I am super excited for my guest today. He is a baseball player, content creator, Dan Sarmiento. How's it going, brother? What's up, dude? I'm excited to, to be on the call. Uh, are you trying to keep it secret that you messed up the call? Or is nope, it, it's fine. It? It's fine. We can so, talk about it. Yeah, so uh, we're back. Yeah, because the first 10 minutes got to part two. Like, talk about technical difficulties. Like, I've had this happen so many times or something similar so many times. But, you know, it's part of content creation. It's a good segue into our whole conversation. Like, it's it's tough, but, you know, content creation pays off. It's just, but there's a lot of roadblocks throughout the way. But I'm good, dude. Yeah, no, for sure. You mentioned you were looking for an apartment. Uh, so you're back in California now, or not back in California. You are in California for school. Um, before we talk about that, um, kind of let us know who you are and maybe like your background when you started playing baseball and when you started shifting from focusing on baseball to now like focusing on, on the content side. Yeah, dude. I mean, I don't even, we t I feel like we only talked like a week ago, but I feel like mm -hmm. so much has changed or okay. just like gone happened and uh, it's crazy. My, I'm just like moving, moving, moving. So yeah. Yeah, man. So I, I officially am going to a LA film school now. So, but my background is I did a post-grad year at Bridgeton Academy, come out of high school, uh, which is an all sports, all guys school. So I was really all in on baseball, trying to get recruited, trying to maximize my recruitment, committed to Azusa Pacific, a D2 out here in California. And then, you know, from April to August, September, things just started going a lot different. A lot of, uh, social media started really like hammering down, Getting, interviewing some cool people, uh, Lance McCullers, Eric okay. Sim, Dr. Heenan, Drew Jones, Reggie Crawford, like a lot of really cool guys in baseball. And I kind of, uh, you know, through trial and error, realized like, this is what I want to do. I want to talk to interesting people and tell stories about baseball and kind of show, uh, you know, grow, help grow baseball and show like a different side of baseball, but it comes down to like storytelling. And I know that's really where my passion is. So as much as I want to play baseball, I still feel like I'm playing baseball because I'm training for mm -hmm. content, I'm going to be throwing live ABs, uh, road to 90s, coming back. Uh, and I, I love doing that. I love training. Uh, I try to maximize my potential on the mound. And um, like as, as much as it sucks to have to like not, not be able to play baseball, at least this year, I'm not really thinking so short term about it. I'm thinking, hey, what can I do today to maximize, uh, you know, my future? And my future, I want to be talking on in front of a camera to people that are super interesting, really cool. Yeah. And then if I can play baseball while I do that, that's great. But I have my priorities and uh, I'm going to work as hard as I can to get to those priorities so and, and accomplish them. So that's where I'm at right now. That's awesome. And you mentioned, um, I know this is kind of like a part one, but it's, you mentioned that so, so much has changed in the past week. So uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about that. Um, what has changed, obviously, from the last week to now that we've talked? Yeah, I forget what day we talked on, but it seems like every day is just, it's just weird because I'm not going to school right now, but I'm living at Azusa, which is kind of a weird thing. So I'm waiting for my withdrawal to officially go through. So now I'm at the, in the looking for apartments and stuff um, because I figured that if I wasn't playing baseball, that I didn't really have like a reason to be at Azusa. Mm -hmm. So what I'm going to do is kind of just uh, do online school at LA film school, but also be able to go in person when I need to, or maybe next year I can live on campus. It's in Hollywood. So it's super expensive. So I don't want to like pay, pay $5,000 a month for apartment if yeah. I don't have to. So I'm going to live out in the Valley. I'm in Rancho right now at our, our okay. studio. That's what it looks like. So, yeah. So where is your studio? Like where is just Pomonga. Yeah. So it's like 45 minutes East of LA. So yeah. like downtown LA, so like cheaper, but nice, good place to live. Um, so I'm looking for apartments kind of out here so I can be as close as I can to the facility, train and stuff and do all that. Um, and also make content in here and then also go to LA if I have to. So yeah. it kind of works. That's awesome. And is your studio part of like your college that you are no longer a part of, or is this kind of like a studio you created yourself? Yeah. So this is a total, I forgot to, I don't even know if I talked about this last time. Yeah. So I'm at a place called EM Speed and Power. I don't have any like, stickers or anything. So this is what it looks like. Green screen over here, okay. desk over here. And then if you look out there, there's like a literal gym. It's like yeah. a training baseball gym. So this place is cool because it's like a mini IMG. So it's like, there's like kids who go to school here, like seventh, eighth, ninth, 10th graders, maybe even a couple like seniors and juniors too. But uh, it's elite players who want to like train, maximize their training, but also still get their education and stuff. So they're out here, there's classrooms all around this building, but then there's like a big training gym. And they, Ryan Halstead, uh, he's the man. He, he was a Giants organization guy. Um, now he just runs this full time, awesome. um, but he still can throw like 97 if he has to. Yeah. So you, know, you never know if he'll come back, but yeah, he's a young, young guy. I think he's like 28, 29. He, he runs it because he took it over from his parents who were still active. But anyway, he's just like, dude, I love what you're doing. Um, you know, if there's anything, you know, you need, like, let me know. That was a while ago. And I'm like, I came and visited here and just said, what's up to him. And he's like, we got this back room. I don't know what, what your plan is. And I'm like, man, like, if you guys would have me, I could, I have some ideas. And yeah. then he's like, okay, yeah, word. 
Um, so I built me and Leo, who is my like operations guy, my, one of my best friends too. He lives out here and he we've just kind of been building the studio over the past month or so just to have like a place where I can mm-hmm. like sit and work. That's not like at home or in school and everything was still so up in the air. Like I knew I didn't want to be in school and I knew, and now I knew I wasn't going to play baseball. So I was like, man, I got to figure out what I'm doing because I want to make content. Mm-hmm. So this seems like my spot for the foreseeable future. But then, like, also, I want to be traveling a lot. So, like, Thursday, like, last night, I booked a flight to Indiana yeah, uh, for Thursday just because uh, they're going. So, they have some really elite guys here. So, they're going on, like, a recruiting tour of Indiana. And Ryan is alum. Ryan Halstead's alumni of Indiana. Okay. So, he kind of set up a recruit, recruiting visit. They're going to go to a football game on Saturday, I think, against Michigan. So, like, wow. a whole weekend in Indiana. And he's like, I can tag along if I want to. So, I just booked my flight. I'm like, I'm there. And then I hit a Max Clark and looks like we're going to make some content because he okay. lives in Indiana. Uh, and I'm sure he doesn't have visitors very often in like Indiana. No one goes to Indiana. Random spot, but I was like, shit, when am I ever going to be in Indiana? Again? Yeah. I'm like, Let me just go. Let me just do it. Fuck it. Spend the money. Um, and yeah, so I think, you know, it was like 700 bucks for the flight, but my kind of philosophy right now is like, okay, yeah, down 700 bucks, but if I get a couple ad reads, make some money on the podcast, and but really get more viewers and yeah. more eyes on my stuff, then I think it's well worth it. So I don't even care if I break even because I know it'll be worth it in the long run. So yeah. that's what I kind of want my future to look like, just traveling, going places. Oh, we got to be in, we want to be in Minnesota next week. Where? Let's go to Minnesota. You want to be in, let's, yeah. we got we to interview in Florida. We can go to, all right, let's go to Florida. Like, I just kind of want to be the guy doing that stuff because that's what excites me. So, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. And how, how far are you from San Diego? And LA is like an hour and a half, two hours from okay. San Diego. I'm probably a little hour 45 to 15, maybe from San Diego. So not too far. Um, we, we, I've done the drive before from LA to San Diego and San Diego to LA. So yeah. it's not bad. And if you catch it at a good time, you can just cruise on the highway. So yeah, like I said, I grew up in Northern California. I hardly ever went up to Southern California, like, or down to Southern California. Mm-hmm. I always stayed up North. My sister lives, her husband stationed in San Diego. He's a Marine. Yeah. So, oh, 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 what's the base called? Um, Pennington? Pen- Camp Pennington? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he's there. So they live, I'm trying to think, they live um, a little bit further inland. Uh, so but maybe an hour or so from, from that area. But I know a couple guys who train out there um, on the Rangers. So if you need people to like hook up with and make content, like I know a couple guys who would, yeah, who would be down, down to like, you could probably train with them, uh, interview them, do a couple videos. Um, I'll, let me know and I'll, I'll reach out to them because I know they're going to be out there all, all summer or I guess winter. Yeah. This, uh, yeah, right. This it feels like summer out yeah. here because it's like we're from New Hampshire. So it's like still warm out. It's starting to get cold back home. My mom texts me. She's like, it's 35 degrees this morning. I'm like, damn, yeah. can't relate. It's like 75. Yeah. It still gets hot here too. So, but like Phoenix and SoCal and like Scottsdale, Phoenix, Arizona, and then Southern California, mm-hmm. all during the off season is like popping for baseball. So yeah. it's a great spot to be. Yeah. Yeah, I know uh, a couple of guys who are in the Arizona Fall League and um, some guys who are just training out there. Um, yeah, dude, like I wish. So my plan for spring spring training is to go to Florida. A lot of the guys mm-hmm. I know play in Florida. I wish, I wish they played in Arizona because I would. Whoa. I know. My lights, I got to change the bulb here because uh, I know I know some people out there. and I, I would rather go to Arizona because it seems a little bit nicer than Florida. But uh, especially nowadays. But uh, yeah, no, man, I'm that's kind of my plan is to go out there in uh, for spring training, try to go throughout, do a tour of all the uh, the stadiums there and stuff. Yeah, man, I've spent some time Fort Myers, Cape Coral. Every every February we go down for spring training because um, you know Northeast you go down to Florida and it seems like everywhere else goes to Arizona. Yeah, Arizona, yeah, yeah. So growing up in California, like I never went, but every all my everyone I, who I knew would go out to Arizona. I knew a buddy whose dad. Um, filmed all like the uh, the video content for like the A's and the Giants and a couple other teams for like their when the baseball teams used to have like these commercials. I don't know if they don't do much anymore, but they would have commercials throughout the season. He would go there and like film them all. And That's like, sick. yeah, so it was pretty cool. But uh, I, I wish I would have like reached out and been like, hey, just just take me with you one day. But uh but anyway, yeah, so that's that's kind of the plan. But uh, if you're, you know, in the whole flying out mood, I mean, Indiana is just right next to here to Illinois and Wisconsin, dude. Like, like I said, you know, <laughs> I had a couple of guys from Chicago who hit me up. And we're like, yo, pull up. And it's like I could. But like, dude, I was looking at rental cars. And since I'm under, you can't, I was looking at I know, so it I can't rent a car because I'm not 25. So I was looking at Turo or Toro or Turo. I think it's like you rent it from a person. Yeah. Um, so I was like, like oh, the Airbnb of cars like airbnb of yeah. car so i was like oh i could do that i was looking at the yep you can be above 18 whatever and i start like i picked a car i'm like oh man this is perfect it's only gonna be like 200 bucks yeah. for like five days like i can do that that's perfect and then right at the end 
it tags on a $50 a day fee because I'm a young driver okay. and it's like 450 extra dollars plus and gas. Like, and it's, yeah. Plus, yeah, I'm like 500 bucks for, I'm like, damn, that that's just not, I, can't, I don't have that money. Like yeah, 200 yeah, yeah. I could have made do. And then I probably would have gone to like I don't know, Notre Dame or Purdue or something, but yeah. it's like, damn, I'm kind of, I'm stuck with Uber. I don't want to Uber three hours. So it's like, I don't blame shit, you, bro. I'm definitely, I will be back. I will be in Chicago. I'll be probably in Wisconsin. Like, yeah. I'm going to get everywhere. I love traveling. Man. Yeah, I dude, do. no, traveling, traveling is extremely fun. Like, I, I drove to Texas two years ago, drove to Minnesota, um, or it, just a bunch of different places, watch different, I'll go to different stadiums and stuff, and then find family out there in the area, visit them and stuff to make, make it kind of worth it. Uh, my sisters are actually coming in from, from San Diego and Sacramento um up here in november and i was telling them like the opposite like get ready to get cold because it's 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 gonna be yeah. chill it's gonna be like 30 40 degrees in november it's gonna be i've been to i remember i went to green bay in like early november a few years ago for dolphins packers and because i'm a dolphins fan yeah i mean always go to an away game we go to one away game every year um and it was like already snowing it was like already yeah. a blizzard it was like november 5th i was like nah even new hampshire we wait a couple more months like it's yeah. crazy that's yeah. yeah, it's that's the way it is, man. I mean, I, I sometimes I wonder why I moved to Wisconsin, but it's then I look at housing and like you're just telling me how you're looking for. When I first got bought, rented out and I moved out of my my mom's house, I lived in a garage and I paid a thousand dollars for it. Damn, yeah, dude, I'm like, yeah, I got about a thousand dollars to play with. I've like kind of done the expenses, expenses. I'm like, yeah, probably a thousand's probably good. And bro, no. SoCal no. is hard. No, it's dude, not- you can get like a room or a half a room for like a thousand dollars. A private room, it said, like in someone else's house, is like fifteen hundred. Yeah. Like, Yo, yeah. what? Like, I don't want to live with someone else for yeah. fifteen hundred. That's oh, that's the way. That's why I. That's why you got to get out of California. But it's the place to be. Yeah. I mean, it's there's so many so many guys train out there in San Diego, and yeah, man, it's it's insane. All right, so before we um, move on, I guess weirdly move on, but talk about wherever we were at. Um, you mentioned your your um, in. Um, where your studio and stuff like that. is that exact where your your home base is, or is that where you're trying to live in the area? Because uh, I know you've been in Arizona recording a ton of interviews. Like, what's what's kind of going on there? Yeah, so we did, we did a little road trip to Arizona. Uh, it's only like five hours from here last okay. week because we just we were, we were just booked a hotel and we knew there was a bunch of dudes down there. And I hit up my buddy Mike Pasco who lives yeah. in a house with Ricky Crawford, and I know Drew lived out there. So I asked Drew, I'd like, I was like, Yo, are you around? He's like, Yeah, I'm around. Like, I live here now, and I was like, Bet. And then Reggie, I knew he was down there. I've been Reggie for sort of a, like kind of, we followed each other for a little bit. So I hit him up and he's like, dude, let's do it. Yeah. So we had that two interviews planned and we we're like, okay, we can hit Arizona state for a, a video. Boom. Arizona state and then driveline Scottsdale's out there. So the new driveline facility. So I was like, bang, I was like, bang every day. Boom, yeah. boom, boom. It's something going on every day. Made it worth it. Um, ton of content. So it's worth it. Like, like I said, I just want to travel somewhere for like four days, just like content, 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 whatever, do what I can get back to home base right here and then film what i gotta film i got my got my i got the same mic as you yep, same yep. thing so just film my content green screen whatever i need to do or just maybe just sit down and edit because like the reggie pod i just have a bunch of clips to edit so mm-hmm. i don't need to film anything right now but it's just nice to have a home base so that's why i'm trying to get an apartment like five minutes from here yeah. so i can be living here wake up you know 8 a.m get to the gym work out all that stuff not have to pay 50 bucks for ubers from azusa and ugh, it's just annoying so yeah. Yeah, it's cheap it's cheaper out here than it is in like downtown la of course oh, so like sure. at least it's it's the lesser of two evils yeah. like for spending money so yeah for sure right on well hey we'll switch at this point segue into like the rest of our conversation so for those listening they can hear that it was people who have been paying attention will probably already kind of tell yeah, kinda but, hinted at it um hinted at it and you know i'm gonna go do like a road to 90, bring that back. So I'm training with driveline. So that's kind of what I'm working on right now. I'm building that foundation and uh, I'm not necessarily training to like go D one or go do whatever transfer, whatever, but I'm training just cause I know it's going to make great content and I got to hit 90, like 90. That's just, it's personal. You know what I mean? Like it's personal yeah. for me. I want to get it. And then I, I just want to go all in with content and uh, you know, so far it's going well, like get being out here is great. Cause there's so many great schools out here. We we're just in Arizona for the weekend got a bunch of content there. It's only like a five hour drive. So being in the Southwest LA, SoCal area has been dope. Um, so, and yeah, that's kind of where my, where, where I'm at right now. So before you got to California and I ask guys who grew up in California, this all the time. Cause like people assume I'm a surfer. People assume like skateboards in my back pocket. Um, like what was your like idea of California or California? Cause especially SoCal where it's like people have the idea of, okay, you're a surfer, you're this, you're that. Like what was your mentality of Californians and has that like changed at all since you've been there? Yeah, my first time like ever really being in California, like I said, it was like last August. So August 2021, I was 
18, almost 19. So I had never really yeah. been experienced California, but I always like loved the, the idea of it. I always wanted to be in sunny palm trees, all that stuff. I just like that. Yeah. I knew there's some good, some bad, whatever, but I was just like, man, I think that's where I want to be at least for college, you know? Um, and you know, we went and visited, I've been up to the Bay, San Francisco area too. And that it's cool up there, but it's like, it's kind of a little chilly, a little different vibe, whatever. Yeah, like it's still it's beautiful. A completely different vibe. Like, yeah. Like tech, right, the tech, right, right. you know, they call it the tech capital, which is cool. Yeah, like yeah. I'm into tech and all that stuff, but really SoCal, I think LA is just a different vibe. San Diego is different. Um, so yeah, I had some like, you know, conception preconceptions about like what LA or California would be. And it, it kind of lived up to it. Like I was like, yeah, like, yeah, there's the surfers, but also it's cool. Cause a lot of people are grinding. A lot of people are working hard. Um, and yeah, it's, it's definitely more like diverse just in like everyone, every way, like not necessarily just like ethnicity, nationality, whatever, but it's like, just and, and, like economically diverse, yeah. um, you know, different life experience, like age, all that stuff. So, cause being from new England, New Hampshire is pretty, like pretty, um, I don't know the same like it's pretty like I saw that I feel like I saw the same people every day it was a small town whatever now I feel like I'm seeing different people every single day yeah it's warm out it's nice so yeah yeah no more snow at least you don't have to worry about that no more snow that is the best part of yeah. it all yes 100 percent. I straight up I did not see snow like fall I went to Lake Tahoe but I didn't see like snow fall till I was maybe like five years ago or six years ago that's like crazy, it's crazy bro. like yeah, I never nuts. I never I, I would go to Tahoe that's what we had we would have to drive three or four hours just to see snow which is banana wow. because wow. now i just see it obviously you know way too much <laughs> probably yeah. in like a month from now yeah yeah which is crazy um so you mentioned content so do you think that's going to be maybe your focus group going forward is baseball now kind of like um something you're not like done with but maybe it's just like a means to an end kind of i think yeah playing baseball i would say yeah. i'm I'm at a point now where it's like, I'm not afraid to hang the cleats up. Like I know a lot of my buddies, my age are like, I can't hang them up. I can't do yeah. it. Cause it's kind of part of their like personality and I get yeah. it emotionally. They're attached to it. Uh, I, I'm kind of detached from it in that way, but I'm also still itching to, to throw itching to talk about baseball, itching to make content, talk to people in baseball. Cause I still, I mean, I have a great foundation of knowledge just mm -hmm. from being in baseball for as long as I have been. Yeah. So, you know, I'm just trying to take full advantage of that and eventually just, you know, use baseball as a launch pad to like my career as like main content and stuff. No, for sure. And, that's, and you make awesome content and you do a great job at it. So, I mean, all, you seen talking about people like gassing you up and stuff and like, I'll do that. Like, and I do it to everyone on my podcast, like every minor leaguer to me, they're hall of famers, you know? Uh, and like, you're doing a great job. Um, you're blowing up and everything. Um, at what point did content like creation go from like being a hobby to like something now you can see yourself making a career with? Yeah. I mean, I've always loved making YouTube videos. I always like kind of was, you know, uh, infatuated with like the thumbnail and the packaging and the title and how do I click through rate uh, view duration like how do I get these things and I never really I thought I made great videos then like two years ago looking back on them like they, they suck they weren't good videos and I was like why am I not getting more views I thought I was getting like screwed over but turns out that the videos just weren't that good like they were fine but they weren't anything that stood out um, so I kind of just got obsessed with like, how can I make my videos stand out? What's going to make me get more viewership on my videos? Cause like, once you have one video do decent, you're like addicted to that. It yeah. feels like you won, like, Oh, I won. That's like uh, dopamine. I'm, I'm juiced up now. So like, I'm kind of just obsessed with that feeling of like, Oh man, this one hit this one worked. This idea is good. So I'd say fall of last year. So I did a post-grad year at a school called Bridgeton Academy in Maine and I was uh, 19. So we were just, I was, I reclassed to 22. It was, it was all baseball, all, um, you know, working out and it was an all dudes school. So like there wasn't much to do. It was up in Maine. So like not much was going on. So I just like hunkered down and was like, man, let me just really, you know, get good at this. Let me just really study this. And yeah, it's definitely, I'm definitely pretty obsessed with it. I would just make game day vlogs every week, make TikToks every day. That kind of helped myself accountable to like make a post every single day, like create one from scratch every single day. Um, just to kind of like always get better. We get those reps in like I'm a big proponent of like 10,000 hour rule. I think that's a really cool thing. Just putting in um, the work and, you know, with the time you put in, you're going to gain knowledge and, and all mm -hmm. that stuff. So that's kind of where I got to. And then like around March, it really started to hit a little bit. We did more podcast stuff. And then, you know, from uh, I think I might've been at like 25, 30 K in the beginning of this year and on TikTok, and now i'm at you know like 90 something which is amazing like oh my yeah. god and yep. instagram even bigger it's like four thousand to thirty thousand or something like that um so yeah it's like it's really paid off but also like i've gotten lucky that in like these social medias are pushing like short form vertical content yeah. that's what i spent the last year really trying to get good at so you know it's a good right place right time 
So you talked about standing out and kind of like looking back at your old videos. And I've looked back at like my first episode and I'm like, I was just like cringe because it's like, oh my goodness, like, you know, um, but you obviously have to get better and stuff like that. But in, in terms of standing out, like what what are your suggestions for people who maybe want to make content um, to like try to stand out? Because I know baseball, the content isn't as saturated as like football, basketball and other sports, but, um, you know, hopefully it gets there or gets to that point. But like what ideas or like tips for like standing out? I think there's a few different ways you could go or you could do them both at the same time. It's like either making something that is authentic to you and like diving into what is unique to you. Maybe you love telling stories and you're a great writer. You want to start doing storytelling. Hey, like, you know, in, in 2004, this player did this, this, and this, and you love, maybe you like the stats and all that stuff. You kind of got to, you could lean into what you're naturally interested in uh, and do that, or just do what you see other people doing and just do it better and do it your way or yeah. just mix that together. I feel like that's what I kind of did where I was like, I saw people doing podcasts, but not really about baseball, but like they were the back and forth, like engaging content about like some, you know, a topic that's maybe a little provocative or maybe a little like, Oh, like he has a crazy hot take or whatever. Like, or maybe it's just like, this is my opinion, whatever. And then mix it with the baseball world, my knowledge of like college baseball, travel baseball. And then I kind of wrap that together. And that's kind of a niche that I am working on now. Like, you know, baseball commentary and then now there's the other one where it's like development pitching development and that's where i kind of lean into like hey i don't throw 95 this is my authentic journey we're just having fun like let me show you my progress mm-hmm. and then the other niche is like the college baseball tours like i i spent the day at this place i did this or i went to usc or whatever so i kind of like three realms of like content that make up like my personal brand at least how i look at it um so yeah and i just kind of like dive in and just go all in with those yeah. So what, what got you to start the podcast? Cause obviously you've been doing like YouTube for a while now. Like, uh, and I obviously I do a podcast and this is my, basically about a year now, I think about a year and a half I've been doing podcasts. Like I literally just started out of, out of, out of the blue. So I'm like, I want to talk baseball. Um, but like for me, like, I don't, I don't care about stats. Like I always say that I'm not a stat guy. I just want to show like the personality of players and stuff. Um, like what got you into like the podcasting side of it? Yeah, I, I listen to podcasts like two, three, four hours a day constantly. I'm one of those kids who just has guys who has their headphones or AirPods in all day, yeah, just same. like consuming. It's never really music. It's more just like podcasts and uh, audiobooks, stuff like that. So like, I mean, Joe Rogan, Tim Ferriss, Colin and Samir, those kind of guys who are, you know, I mean, those are two different things. Like Colin and Samir is more like uh, content and content strategy and stuff like that. Rogan, Tim Ferriss is like talking to impressive people, but I was just kind of, you know, really interested in how they built what they built. And a lot of them had like careers before then they shifted to podcasting. So I was like, what if I just started podcasting Mm -hmm. and then built the career off that, you know, I was like, maybe I could do it. I don't know. So I just dove head first and kind of just learned and tried to mimic what they do. And I saw on clips on TikTok, like one in every 10 TikToks on my 40 pages, like a podcast clip. And mm-hmm. it's really kind of simple. It's just like camera here, camera on this person, yeah. and just switch back and forth, whoever's talking yeah. and just make it high quality at a couple cameras just from making content. So I was like, I could probably, I could probably try it out. So we tried it out and it's gotten better. Yeah. What do you prefer more like the, the podcasting side or like the whole video? Cause obviously you do video with the podcast, but like, because all podcasts, you're just kind of hanging out, talking, conversating, uh, conversing, you know, interviewing people. But what do you prefer? Are you more of the video side? I think I, I think I like the videos more, okay. but naturally I do like having conversations with people. So yeah, like yeah. just like long form digging into like, hey, what's your story? What do you do? Well, you know, what's your mindset? Stuff like that. So I think that's that's where I naturally fall into. And then video just happens to work out that like video podcasts are becoming like a big thing. It's like more yeah. like a show, not like a, a podcast anymore because it's not just audio. Um, but I, I like storytelling. So I feel like podcasting is a way to storytell in a looser structure, like instead of just being like, beginning middle end it's more just like hey what is your story what is this person's story versus like a story about a situation or event or something but yeah like i like doing those tiktoks where it's like you know yesterday i went to this this and that and that's a form of storytelling that's more like formulaic structure beginning middle and hook the person in the first second and then the other podcast the podcast is more like hey this is an interesting person that people don't really get to see that side of so let's dig into it so i think it's they're both fun they're both great um, and i'm just trying to get better at both you know yeah and like you do a great job um what has been maybe some barriers for you in like your content creation podcasting uh you know youtubing uh, for those maybe trying to get into it um, like what are some barriers that you faced or maybe you haven't, but I'm sure you have, everyone has, um, and how have you kind of overcome them? Some barriers that I've faced. That's a oh, great question. I should start asking people that. Yeah. Um, that's a good question. So I'd say self-doubt. Yeah. Right. Self-doubt's a tough one. Cause it's like, yeah. man, 500 views, like shit, I put in four hours of time. Like it's only like a, 
150 views per hour. What? That's not worth it. Like just digging into it, just be like, damn, like, what did I do? And, um, you know, or why, why me? Or like, what, why am I, am I doing something wrong? Am I not cut out for it? That stuff sucks. And in life, that's, you're going to deal with that. I kind of just said, Hey, you know, to hell with it. I'm not even going to worry. I'm just going to go like, I'm going to make, I'm just going to obsess over it. I'm just going to, you yeah. know, be make, I'm going to will my way into making good videos. And I feel like I'm starting to get there, but I'm still all in with it. But yeah. So self-doubt's a tough one. Um, one that kind of was like messed me up a little bit when I was like in middle school, when I started doing like videos, people like talking shit and that kind of sucked. Cause it's like, man, you know, I still get comments every now and then where I'm like, you know, it's like, damn, like uh, that was tough. And yeah. now I kind of laugh at it. I'm like, oh, you got me. But uh, two years ago, a year ago, I'd have been like, bro, I'm going to, I'm going to find you. Like, I'm just yeah, like, going to yeah, come yeah. and get you. Like, it took yeah, it more personal. So, yeah, it took it more personal, but now it's like, uh, I, I'm kind of, I disassociate myself from my work, or at least I'm trying to. So it's like, I'm me, that's me over here. And then I, the work is just like a piece of what I'm like, the content's a piece of me, but like, you can talk shit about me throwing 82, but it's like, you got me. I don't like, I don't even know, like, okay, you're, you're commenting on my post and that's, you know, it's trite. And people say like, Oh, you're commenting on my post, but it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm not leaving hate comments. I'm just going to say like, I'm not going to leave hate comments. I'm sure you're not going to leave hate comments. Yeah. So it's like, it's a waste of anyone productive's time. Yeah. Dude, I remember the first time I interviewed anybody, it was a, a, one of the top draft picks or top prospects for the Brewers. Uh, he's with the Rangers now. My guy, like he and I are tight now. We play Xbox, like we game, like we're cool. Um, and like, I've known him for a little bit before I interviewed him. And I got a DM from some random guy, like, you know, your style of talking is like, like, you know, you should maybe go on baseball reference and do this. And then, but he has like this big old blog that he quote, quoted, like what I, my response back to him. And I was like, why do you have to take the time to, to reach out to me and tell me you don't like my style of like talking? I don't know. It's just, it's just weird. That was my first experience with that. I was like, mm -hmm. well, now I don't care. I'm like, whatever. Like, I don't, you say what you want to say, but like, it's, it's, it's easier said than done sometimes. Yeah. It's also easier when it's, when it starts working. So you're like, Oh, well, this yeah. is working. So why am I going to listen to anyone? Like, yeah. yes, listen to constructive criticism, but like, oh, don't sure. listen to Like if someone's hating on what you're doing, but it's, it's working, like one of you is wrong and it's not yeah. one making stuff that's working. So, you know, no, for sure. Um, so, um, like on the content side, like what advice would you have for maybe other players, um, or even just individuals, uh, who want to get into content? Like, obviously you talked about barriers and stuff, but, um, what maybe are some advice for people just like, who want to get started, but they have no idea how to get started. Yeah. My thing is like, just like baseball, just become like a student of the game. So just become yeah. a student of content. And, you know, we might be like, well, how do I become a student of content? I just say consume more content, but like consume it more mm, like direct more. I'm trying to think of the word, just like more specifically more. I'm it's like, think of why did this video do well? Think of mm -hmm. analytically, I guess is the word. Just think of it more analytically. Like, okay, like I enjoyed this TikTok. This TikTok was funny, but why did I stay on it for 48 seconds? Or like, why, what in the first two seconds hooked me? Or like, what did I, how did I, how did emotionally this make me feel? I started doing that. And I started doing that now. Where it's just like, oh, the person did a really good job hooking me in the first two seconds. Boom, they got it. Okay, that was smart. And then did I watch the whole video? Kind of just think about it more analytically, but also just doing it, just like diving in. Like the videos are going to, if you've never made videos before, the first ones are going to suck. Like yeah. it sucks, but you know, like once one hits, you're going to be like, Oh, that's so fun. That's so exciting. And then like opportunities start happening. Um, but just like anything, you just got to go all in. Like you can't really just like eh, part-time job or half, half, it, half asset and expect like full results because you're just going to half ass results. So like kind of just dive all in. What about like building your brand? Um, Cause I, I talked to my, like I said, most of my, my guests are mind leaguers. Um, I, I, I talked to them about, you know, building their brand, um, trying to like create something for them. Cause there's a chance that they won't make the majors. And when they're done with baseball, like they have, they need something to kind of fall back on. Uh, like you obviously do a great job at branding and stuff. Like what advice do you have for like just building a brand? Well, not even just for like content, but just in general. It's like a couple ways. I think you could build your brand. Like I just talked to Drew Jones, right? Drew Jones, yeah. he, his brand is so strong because not because he posts content every day, but because when he does, it's dope. Like he's just a cool dude. He's like a millionaire at 18, whatever his dad was in the MLB. Like that stuff's huge. Um, but also he's had a few moments that are like viral, like the home run overrated channel. So he's a top rated player in the country. So that it's, he doesn't have to do any of the heavy lifting there. He just has to post every now and then. And like people want to be him. So they're going to like 
you know, like him over social media. But then you have someone like me or like someone else who like, I kind of have to will my way into like people's feeds. Like there's not going to be a news story about me hitting 95 because I don't throw 95. Right. And even if so, there's a lot of people who throw 95 who have 800 followers. So you have to, so for me, it was make, making content and making content people wanted to watch and people wanted to listen to or see. And then they kind of become a fan of me as a content creator instead of just a fan of me because they like, like how I play baseball, you know? So like dive into what you're, what you're good at. So I, I asked this question to all my guests um, and I'm going to ask it to you, but in kind of a different way, but I always ask them what's their if to when moment when they stop asking themselves, like, you know, if I get drafted, if I make it to the majors, if I do something and they start telling themselves like, you know, when I get drafted, when I, you know, when I start paying, becoming a professional baseball player, uh, when was your if to when moment for like content creating where you stop saying like, if I can do this, if I'll make it, if I get, you know, drew on and start saying like, when I do this. Yeah, my thing was like, I knew if I kept going, I would get an opportunity, like I would get an op. So I'm like, when that opportunity presents itself, Mm -hmm. I'm going to take full advantage of it. So it it became like, when my videos start getting some traction, when the right person reaches out to me, instead of like, you know, two months earlier, I might have been like, man, if my stuff starts blowing up, oh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let that slide. Like, I'm gonna take full advantage of it. And, And then once it started, doing that i was like all right well when i get to this amount of followers it's gonna be dope and i'm gonna celebrate at like ten thousand. or when i start getting these people on the podcast like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna let that opportunity just pass by i'm gonna be like oh i'm gonna take full advantage of this while it's hot and like i'm gonna make it so i'm i'm gonna work my ass off so like in a, two years i was like wow i'm really glad i did because i built a platform that's just like self-sustaining now yeah and i you know like a catalog of content versus like kind of being like oh one video did well maybe i'll wait like nah let's go all in yeah, no, for sure. It's important to go all in because you got to take advantage because it was like a snowball effect. You know, you started doing some good content and then like you feel good about it. You just want to keep going. Um, you can't just like rest and be like, OK, I'm going to sit on this and kind of like write it out. You got to actually keep going, keep moving. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you keep your content fresh? Because obviously like you have three different like aspects you were talking about, like the college campuses, like um, the interviews, your podcasting, your short form. Like how do you keep that fresh and like uh, just different ideas and stuff? What's cool is like when you find an idea or like a content piece of content that's like scalable or like you can do over and over again and it, and it's new, but it's also new every time. So like going and touring a facility. Yeah. It's the same concept. D1 facility tour, but it's like USC and and like UNLV, Florida, Miami. Like there's so many different schools. You tap into different niche markets. A kid, kids from Florida might want to see Miami more kids from, you know, SoCal might want to see SoCal schools or vice versa. But it's like, there's a, a big enough market that those videos will do well, even though it's the same repetitive, repetitive format, but it's like, yeah. even I would want to watch like Vandy's facilities are different than Tennessee's. It's the same concept, but like they both have different things and different alumni and stuff. Uh, same with the podcast, like, yeah, sitting down and talking, but like today I'm talking to Drew tomorrow. I'm talking to Reggie Crawford. The next day I'm talking to Eric Sim. It's like different people, different you know, people are going to be more interested, less interested, but like, there's still a big market that I can scale and do uh, over and over again, bigger and bigger. So I think that's how I keep it fresh where it's like, I've found a couple ideas where it's like, or topics that I can do over and over again and become known as like podcast guy or, you know, whatever, like people would be like, Oh, you do the podcast versus like, Oh, I've seen you on TikTok. I was like, it's different. It's more specific. So find a, I just find a you know topic that I can do over and over again, but it's, it's fresh. Yeah, that's awesome. All right. So you have this new idea, your announcement that you made a couple of days ago of you're starting, um, like, I don't know if it's necessarily like a network, but more like a, is it, I don't know, is that considered, considered like a network or what is that? I'd say, yeah, it's still kind of like, it's a trial and error phase, but I guess I'll, my thoughts behind like the enjoy the show community is like, yeah. I built a little bit of a platform and through content. And I, I've seen so many kids in baseball who are growing it in, in, in baseball, but they just haven't had that like idea that's like stuck and then got them all their stuff up. Cause like a lot of kids make a lot of really good content. Um, but they just, it's something that they're just trying to find something new every day versus like sticking with something and, and writing it out. Cause it's, it's hard. It's hard to find something. Like I found I got the podcast and the podcast has boosted all my content. So I want to give people a platform on that, ba- on that page where like, you know, 20,000 plus followers can like see, oh, this kid is making this kind of content and we collaborate with him. And it's like, we have a group of like 10 people that we work with and then 10 athletes and what we work with. And I'm like, Hey, like, let's just talk about content ideas. You want to collaborate on this post? Let's do it. But, and then they just put in their bio, like the show athlete and they become a part of our little umbrella. We hype each other up. We become like a little team 
Um, so we're commenting on everyone's posts, reposting their stuff, part of the team and all that stuff, group chat, all that. And then, so that's cool to me. And then even more incentive is like, we're doing an NIL aspect of it too. So like the majority of these kids are going to be like college athletes just naturally. And that's like what I am. So I fall into yeah. that circle so we can in legally, they can get paid. Like we can okay. actually pay them. So there's a company called Athletiverse who is kind of similar situation. A kid he's like 20 years old, started this thing, saw a niche. And he's like, I think I, I know how to do this. So he's got some money backing it. And it's, there are things all about getting athletes paid. So I'm like, dude, what if we just collab? Like I get you athletes who maybe they're not like Drew Jones, but they're dudes building a platform platform instead of like dudes who already have a platform but don't have any content these dudes are in the process of building their platform so like let's get on them early sign them whatever it may be and we'll just work together to get them brand deals get them money but also like give them more opportunities to grow their their, their platform yeah that's awesome i mean obviously um the content game is so saturated and it's hard to really like take off sometimes i feel like just having that like uh, collaboration really kind of boosts that um so we, we always see these videos of, that you make and your podcast, and again, you do a great job. Um, what is something maybe that your audience or even my listeners might not know about you? I, yeah, I feel like I'm different in my base, my like baseball Dan and baseball me is a lot different than like mm-hmm. me. I don't know. I feel like I just have like different interests than I put out because like my content is all about baseball, but like, I don't know. I like, I listen to like indie music. I don't really listen to like what you'd expect. Like, you know, I'm big into like Wallows and Claro and like these people were like, what? It's like, that's like California in me where it's like, I have that little like surfer boy, whatever, like, like thing. Cause I'm not like all baseball. And yeah. like, I wear like graphic t-shirts, like shirts like this is about like crystals. Like, I don't, I don't know about crystals, but it's cool to me versus yeah. like wearing like an Evo shield shirt. I don't know. That, that's when I, like, once I started, once I graduated high school, I was like, I feel like I was just kind of boring. I was like, man, how do I feel boring? So like I got my ears pierced just cause like, ah, oh, that's cool. Like might as well. People always told me I should get my ears pierced. Like, and I was like, oh yeah. And my hair like looks fine. And like, I, I was like, oh cool. I'm like, it got me excited. I got like a tattoo. I was just like trying to try different things where I'm just like, I don't know. I just felt boring. I want to do new stuff. And so I kind of have that. I still have that like teenager in me where it's just like wanted to try new things and see how I feel. Um, and like through trial and error, I've kind of like learned more about myself and you know it's just it's kind of a cool process because it's like yeah like people you know my parents are like oh I'm, you know, they think of me as like mature and all that stuff or not my parents i'd say people from the outside would say i'm mature but my parents would be like he's still a little kid because like yeah. you should see like the memes i send in our family group chat like it's just like goofy like i'm just like the um yeah i don't know so i guess i'm less professional than i put out there but also like i try to be professional i don't know i'm like i'm still like i'm only 20 so i still have yeah. like some growing up to do no, that's this, and you you have the California look already. I was gonna say you might as well just add like a uh, some puka shell necklaces, maybe just carry a skateboard in your backpack or something. Just <laughs> exactly, like, you know? exactly. Like all my friends from home are like skater boy, like yeah. uh, Cali guys, so it's like works out. Yeah, no, no. I say you get that look and everything. All right, so in ter- you talk about like your whole like your n- network and umbrella of things you want to do. Um, like, what is like maybe where you see this kind of taking off for you? Like your not necessarily like long term plans, but maybe like your short term, and then also like maybe your longer term plans. Yeah, I want to like build my personal brand up. And mm-hmm. then my personal brand is also like connected to the show and enjoy the show, but also an ex- extension, not directly, like not like I need the show to push my brand or my brand to push the show. Like I want to make, I was just on a call with a kid talking about enjoy the show. Cause I, I was looking for like outsource some help for it. Cause I want to build it as like a brand, like a media company type. Oh, vibe. Sure. Like obviously I get smaller now, but like I want to build something that can like essentially like what we're doing give people a platform, sign someone, bring, give them a platform, have them make content. And the way we benefit from it is like, we just help them. And then they, yeah. we get a percentage of whatever, like it's like a mutually beneficial thing. Um, and that's cool. And I'm going to like be, I'm going to oversee all that. And I'll be like known as like, I want to be known as like the creator of that, but also like my personal brand comes first. So like, and obviously if I build this up, people are going to learn about this. And if I have people building this one, they're going to learn about me. So I don't know. I see myself as like a content creator, influencer, whatever you want to say, um, like multifaceted kind of like, you know, hosting the podcast, going on trips, doing really cool stuff, uh, spreading the game of baseball. Cause that's really what it's all about. Like baseball to the younger generation, like baseball, look, baseball's cool. Look at it. I can I'll make it look cool. Cause it's like videos and this and that I'm trying to like show you these cool facilities and stuff and the whole, like the mission statements are the same for mine and my page and the show's page, but we're both doing like somewhat different things or different people and stuff like that, if that made sense. But no, no, for sure. How do you separate your personal brand then from like your, um, 
your show brand because obviously you said the two separate things but i feel like for those just watching it might feel like it's kind of like one and the same like right now it's definitely one and the same like i pretty much collaborate like the enjoy the show or the show podcast whatever it was just the podcast of what mm-hmm. we were working on so like that page was kind of like its own thing as podcast highlights podcast news podcast updates and then my personal brand was like yes some pod like 30% podcast stuff, 40%, but also like me updates, pictures of people with me and other types of content. So now I kind of want to keep it that way, but also instead of me being a hundred percent of the content on enjoy the show, I want like me to be like 10 or 20% of it. Whereas like the other 80% are from other people or from like other co- smaller content creators. Um, and you know what I mean? So like building like a platform mm-hmm. for those guys. That's awesome. And like you, you've also interviewed um, different people. You've had guys from like um, Lance McCullers on from like the Astros and stuff. How'd you get him anyway? I was like, that's that, that was an awesome interview. Dude, he just like followed me one day. He saw some of me and Joe, my, my old co-host, we were, our clips from Bridgeton. This was like back in like April or, or May. No, it must've been April. And he was on rehab, but he was still traveling with the team. So uh, he just reached out or I reached out to him. I was like, dude, thanks so much for the follow. Huge fan. Would love to get you on the pod. And he's like, man, I'm down. Where's your guy's studio? My dad works at Boston University. So uh, my, he could slide me like an hour long studio time. Or he, I could have been there however long I want. He's just like, oh yeah, you can just go in there. They'll let you in. So right. In, and it's five minute walk from Fenway Park. So it like really worked out. So Lance, just like two weeks later, the Astros were in Boston and you know i saw lance at the game the night before um and i texted him before and he's like hey man like totally down for the pod when i met up with him i'm like yeah dude it's like literally right over there like you just have to walk over there and he's like great i'll see you guys there tomorrow um and he's we literally sat down for like an hour 45 two hours with him uh he was so open about everything he was honest about everything like i was like oh my god and sometimes i'd like pinch myself be like this is the man this is a the the lance mccullers world series champion like multi-millionaire icon whatever but especially in baseball people love lance so and houston people love lance so it was for me it was like just surreal and uh kind of showed me that like man content can open a lot of doors that i just had no idea they could so you you mentioned that you're not like a fan of like a specific team um and for me kind of the same way like i grew up a diehard a's fan uh and that's sure for the brewers like my nl team um but like for me like i've interviewed guys from 10 15 different like organizations so now like i find myself cheering for like the individual versus like a specific team which kind of turns people off too because sometimes you're like you know they're like oh you gotta have a team but i'm like i don't know i i like i love the guys from like the astros and the guys from like the marlins and i live by like where the marlins uh high a team is so i kind of see myself as like kind of a marlins guy now because like i've interviewed like five or six of them um but like is that kind of like why you don't go that way or is it just because you just love baseball in general I just like baseball in general. And yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm more of a team fan for like football. I'm a huge Dolphins fan. My dad's from Miami. I love the Dolphins. Like they're hot this year. Shout out Dolphins. Yeah. Uh, Tyreek. Yeah. Oh my God. They're such a fun team. And like, yeah, I love, I love like two is great. Tyreek's great, but it's like, I want the Dolphins to win. I yeah. want them to help the Dolphins win. Whereas like, if I'm watching the Astros, I'm like, I don't really care. Oh, Lance is pitching. I'm locked in. Like I'm hundred percent locked in. Or like, I'll look at, you know, uh, we interviewed Luis Gonzalez um, from the giants. If Luis makes a catch, I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm going to repost it. Cause like I've met him. He's my guy or yeah. guys who I've met um, or talked to. I'm like just naturally more like invested in. Mm-hmm. So like, um, you know, someone like Liam Hendricks, like we met Liam Hendricks and we haven't had him on the podcast yet, but hopefully soon. And he, you know, was super nice to us. So now I'm like just rooting for him. Every time I see him do something well, I'm like, I feel happy for that. So um, that's what I get. That's my, more of my joy, like the players and the, you know, their personalities versus a team. Similar with me, like I said, like every, all these guys that I interviewed, like I find myself like tomorrow or Friday when I go to see the Marlins and the Brewers, like I want the Brewers to win because I feel like they're like a game and a half out of the wild card. But at the same time, like, I want my guys to dominate, you know, <laughs> like, I want them to pitch well. And like, so it, it's a weird, it's kind of a weird dynamic and all that kind of stuff. Um, you mentioned, like, it opens doors and like podcasting and content creating. And what is like this? What do you think like the state of like baseball content creating is? Because like, there's not a ton, like I said, mentioned compared to like football and, and basketball and like even soccer was like a ton of content creation for soccer and stuff. Maybe not necessarily here in America, but overall in general. Like, what are your thoughts on, like, just the state of baseball? Because obviously it's, like, an older person's game kind of, but, like, and, like, maybe your way, your thoughts on how to, like, bring it or make it grow the game, I guess. I think it starts from the bottom up. Like, I think, like, you need to get the five, six, seven, eight-year-olds, like, invested in baseball because that's where every baseball player started. And, like, that's where you either keep keep 
fans and keep players or lose fans and lose players to like lacrosse or or just not being fans of baseball whatever like if you are so you have to make stuff that engages those kids or like engages kids or younger people because it's hard to make a 35 year old who has never watched baseball a fan of baseball because they're going to be left behind they're going to feel left yeah. behind they're going to feel left out they're going to think this doesn't work but like five six seven eight year olds are like oh wide-eyed like they want to learn they're going to ask questions they're going to be invested in it they're going to become super fans of players they're going to love these tiktoks they see because all those kids have tiktok now so it's like how can you make content yeah. or just put excite the kids who are like you know eight to 15 like how can you get those kids invested in baseball because then they're going to have their kids be invested in baseball and they're going to be fans for their whole life so that's what it is because i feel like at at some point we just kind of lost like i don't know maybe it was me growing like when i was like eight nine ten there was less baseball kid less kids played baseball love baseball than i think in like the 60s and 70s who are like eight nine ten uh, maybe that's not right, but like you know, I just I understand. Like, it I like, like, like a whole generation almost kind of like yeah, like it, like it just got split level. in half, kind of yeah. yeah. And that, it's 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 sad too because like baseball, like my dad's Puerto Rican, so like baseball is like in our blood. Like I mean, Roberto Clemente is like our idol, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like it's. I always joke around with people I talk to. Like I played like two years, and my parents put a cello in my hand. They're like no, 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 no. <laughs> like you, this isn't you. So, this isn't for you. <laughs> no, no, no. They've made me a band nerd, so I you know, played cello, trumpet, piano, guitar, like all this other stuff, and like love it. As much yeah. as I would love to say, like, oh yeah, I was a baseball player. Like I just, I've been a fan of the game since I was like born. Like we were season ticket holders. Like always been the games. Um, like uh, let's uh, we'll kind of wrap it up here. But like maybe like your overall experience. Like who has been like your favorite person to interview, or maybe like somebody like you gotta have on. Like you can't wait. Like they're the white well of like someone you can't with interview yeah i'd say the the most like exciting interview to me i don't know lance obviously was amazing and Fire. we already talked about it a little bit so i'll say like eric sim was a cool one because that opened a ton of doors and like momentum and we were just at momentum a few days ago and like now we have a, like a good relationship with eric sim and those guys and um so that's like really cool because they're like dominating the baseball content space and like they are owning it right now so it's like oh it's really cool to like they know me they're familiar with my content they know if they need someone who does what i do they're going to come to me which is really cool they're going to ask they're like have me do whatever like you know stuff like that which is amazing so i think that helped because it opened a ton of doors which was crazy um similar way lance did but just in different ways similar how lance did but just in different ways um and then like kind of my north star like who i'd want to sit down and talk with at least within like the next year would probably be like you know, Bryce Harper would be really cool. I think Bryce Harper's story is really, really cool. Um, and you know, not really known as much. Like he's pretty like provocative and like pretty people have different opinions about him. So I think that'd be kind of cool. Obviously, polarizing. Try out, yeah, polarizing, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, polarizing. Um, yeah. And then I, I'm trying to think what else. I really brought like Bryce Harper, but like my thing is like I kind of want to like slowly work my way way up like who you know is popping in baseball and yeah. like Shohei imagine that like I saw Ben Verlander's got one with Shohei coming out yeah. I don't even know how that works but yeah I think but also like yeah the big name players are cool but it's fun it's fun to find like a diamond in the rough type person who like you're not you're they you're not sure like what they're about but then you learn and you're like oh this dude is dope this dude's story yeah. is awesome yeah. so I don't know I like all forms but yeah Bryce Harper would be sick yeah, that, yeah. I don't know if I don't know if I could I don't know how fun Mike Mike trap would be because like his personality like it I feel like that would be like extra effort to like try to like get some information out of him or maybe like off like off the field he's actually like a super like energetic like go kind of guy I don't know we don't really see his character which is fine but that's just kind of baseball in the way they and I don't think he really wants to be like marketed as like the face which is you know it is it is what it is yeah I think he just Um, plays a game he's just he's just gonna play yeah you know for real um and like I I agree with you like I find um like the, the guys that i've interviewed like i've had like high draft picks like top top prospects and then like undrafted guys who were like in the show now and it's like their story were like okay you were undrafted you played in australia um then you played indie ball and then you got signed you know minor league contract and now you're now you're now you're a rookie in baseball like that's that's so cool like to share those stories um and like i'll get parents dming me from like the minor leaguers that i had on like hey thanks for having my son on and i like, thanks for talking and so so i'm like Dude, that's so sick just like that's awesome having the parents be like you know like that kind of feel like that validation and whatnot but uh anyway yeah. hey, i do i do want to thank you for coming on i don't want to take too much more of your time but uh like i love talking baseball and i can keep talking forever like because like when it comes Dude, to like, yeah. content creating like i i feel like i i'm kind of like you like in a sense like i study like i watch like 
think media and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they, they're of really course, big, yeah. Like, yeah, like, like on how to like be YouTuber and stuff. Um, so I, I, I love that whole concept of it. But uh, yeah, dude, like I really appreciate you taking your time, man. Dude, thank you, man. I meant to ask. Uh, so you've interviewed some Marlins. Have you yeah, talked yeah, to yeah. Cody, Cody Morissette? Do you know Cody? I've been trying to get him on. Like, I think I've messaged him. He hasn't responded. I can help you out because Cody's from Exeter. I'm from Exeter, New Hampshire. Cody, Cody's little brother. I grew up with him my whole life. Josh Moore said he's playing D1 basketball at Wofford. Um, I could definitely help you that out because like Exeter guys, man, like Exeter's where I'm from. You probably never heard of it. That's like my little town. And we just produced some stud athletes. Hunter yeah. Long a couple years ago, Dolphins tight end now. And like Cody Morissette, Sam Algieri, like literally in the past, like five years, we'd have, we've had like you know, five or six in a town of like 14,000 people, like five or six draft picks, which is like kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I could definitely help. Cody's a, a great dude. I think he'd, he'd be cool on the pod. But yeah. 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 No, I, I've, uh, I've, I, so I live, um, Beloit, Wisconsin, um, which is used to be one of the worst minor league parks ever. Now it's one of the best because it's brand new. Um, I live like 40 minutes from there. So like I, I'm able to like kind of like reach out to them and like you can, you can, um, attest to this. Like, you know, when you're reaching out to different people and you're trying to get guests on and stuff. Um, it's not always the easiest thing because you know you're talking to people who may maybe have no idea who you are. Uh, exactly. Maybe not more for you because you kind of blown it up a little bit. But like for me, I'm like, it's it's cool to have like those connections, be able to get people on and stuff. So I yeah, dude, if you can get him on, like that'd be that'd be straight fire. Got you. Yeah, I'll try. I'll try my best. I know he got hurt, but he came back. But I mean, yeah, he can still talk. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> yeah. he, he, he didn't hurt his mouth, did he? Yeah, 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 yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, no, no. That's cool. Yeah, no, I I love talking to my own guys. Like it's 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 a uh, it's awesome. Like I said, like they, they have great stories and undrafted and then you hear their caller stories and like i always ask them questions like you know who was your favorite team to pitch against like mm-hmm. was like the cockiest fans like you just couldn't you couldn't wait to like shove against them and yeah like talk about the minor league stories dude i love hearing guys tell me like the stories from like they'll they'll turn up the bed sheets and there's blood on the on the bed and stuff it's nasty but you same time like it's 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 crazy it's true. that yeah it's, it's true like, yeah. the grind that they're going through like um bust breaking down and like you know nothing now now like the whole un- union for the miners is, is coming out that's gonna be like completely beneficial and it's gonna 100%. be great but uh yeah anyway but yeah if you can get them on dude that'd be that'd be sick i'll ask him that for sure i got you and anyone else like if you see that someone follows me or like interacts with myself i can ask them anytime like i'll have their contact yeah and so that's cool them. and i i like it's unique i feel like because like i feel like a lot of times people are kind of selfish when it comes to content you know but uh, it's bro. We can all we can all eat. I think everyone can. That's eat. More what i Better, bro. Yeah, and I feel like that niche of like minor leagues, like not a people, not a ton of people like talk about them and stuff. Untapped, like bro. It's, and it's there's so open. and there's so many of them too. So many and so, so many yeah. stories, bro. Yeah, no, you're yeah. in a great spot. Oh, for sure. I appreciate that. Yeah, that'd be that'd be sick. I'll probably message you about that after and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're ever in Chicago, uh, Milwaukee area, like dude, like content, we can. There's some great content we can create in Chicago. I'm like an hour and a half from there. Yeah, I'm, I definitely want to get out to Chicago sooner rather than later. I don't know. Yeah. I'm trying to think when I would be, but I'm going to make time. I'll figure it out because yeah, Chicago's I, dope. Yeah, and I, and I have a I have a buddy who owns a facility like 15 minutes from me, a baseball facility. So Fire. Like, yeah, there's there's content like that people pump out here. Perfect. So, That's great to know. Yeah, man, definitely. All right. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, well, I do. Like I said, I appreciate you coming on, bro. I, Any hit me up anything. Yeah. You know, you got my contact. So hit me up, man. For, no doubt. All right, bro. You have a good one. See you, man. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.